What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. But um, the day when I was your bar back, remember, we used to at the Balmar juice everything fresh every morning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this incident where I had juiced all the stuff for the weekend and I forgot to label it. And then you came in and you grabbed the stuff and you're like, wait, which you, did, you which didn't label lying. this. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot to label it. And yeah, we pulled it out. We we're like holding up the, because it was a dark bar. You couldn't really see the, mm-hmm. the subtle difference between the, in the green and the yellow. And we couldn't really taste the difference. And after about like half an hour or so of like tasting and trying to figure it out, it was like, well, if you can't tell the difference, then what's the difference? And ever since then, every bar, and maybe this makes me a, a bad person or a bad bartender, but everywhere I've ever worked, I've switched the labels or just switched the product without telling anyone, just waiting to see if anyone even notices. Did they? No, no one ever has. The bartenders all everywhere I've ever worked have been making margaritas with le- lemon juice <laughs> mm-hmm. and making uh, kamikazes with lemon juice, and they've been making lemon drops with lime juice, and no one, no one has sent it back, no one has questioned it. No one can even tell the difference. Once you add the sugar and all the other ingredients, it's just acid, citrus, citrus sugar, a little bit of the cambier <clears throat> or the orange liqueur, and the base spirit. And once you change that base spirit, it just changes the name. You want a, you want a daiquiri? Great. It's rum, right? It does you, change the flavor a little bit. A lot. What, lemon and between, lime? No, between tequila and rum. Well, of course. That's, that's, well, that's right. what I'm saying. Is like That's the only real difference. Once you can make lemonade, you can make all of the drinks. That's the purpose of the wheel that I'm telling you about. It's like the wheel is just like it starts with lemonade and then the slightly outer circle you put add combier or, or the orange liqueur and then all of your little spirits are just kind of go around the wheel. It's like, okay, it's it's a lemon drop. <coughs> and then you use lime juice instead then it's a kamikaze. So if somebody says, I'll have a kamikaze and the other person says, I'll have a lemon drop, they're drinking the same fucking drink. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, there is... Some difference between lemon and lime juice? Some. But, like, I mean, like, they don't even have a, a word that's different. Like, when I was, this, these dishwashers, I, yeah, I was yeah. working with these guys, and I was like, como se dice espanol, you know, and I'm holding up the lemon. They're like, oh, limon. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, so what's the difference? And I grabbed the lime, and I'm like, como se dice espanol? And they're like, limon. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is different, right? Like, and I don't know the word for different. So I'm like, mm-hmm. these are different. I hold up the two fruits, and I'm like... And they're just kind of like, oh, I guess uh, Limon Verde. I'm like, okay, so green lemon? Mm-hmm. Really? The the creators of the margarita just call it a green lemon. I mean, a lot more. I mean, English complicates a lot of things. Sure. But I mean, the fact got that... lemons and green lemons. The fact that they've just come to peace with the fact that there is no difference. Right. Then what's the difference? I mean... So anyway, I made all these little videos, these short little videos. That we're going to put up on your YouTube channel. Right. So it's just kind of like, <clears throat> yeah, that's just me squeezing lemon, right? Mm-hmm. That's and then the next video is me doing that with lime, and then the and then the simple, and then different spirits, and they're just short little things like that, so you can kind of cut them cut them together. You mean to, and to you want to use them multiple times? Yeah, I see. So it'll be like lemon, you know, for this drink, and let, you know, it's just I see. little snippets to like edit it together. Okay. As like as a comprehensive sort of digital video wheel. 
the wheel, Got it. the wheel that I, ex- I use to explain to like Got it. barbacks and servers mm-hmm. what the difference is between these drinks. And then you would have like, okay, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Just we can a put something together. A short video to just get everyone to understand that it's not rocket science. That you can, <clears throat> it's not so daunting. You know, I mean, you get into things like the last word and. You know the family of drinks that are Negronis and Boulevardiers and stuff. I mean, it, there is there are levels of bartending. That it gets You're a little talking complex, about but... the simple fruit-forward citrus drinks, right? But also, once you know a Manhattan or a Negroni, then you exactly can go, then you extrapolate all of those. Then you can extrapolate all those, and there's a wheel for that. Or Absolutely, for... there. I mean, those drinks are all on the wheel. There's the spirit-forward drinks, right? There's mm-hmm. a whole section of the wheel where it's just like, oh, if you make this drink with this, then it's you know. Manhattan, or it's a Tipperary, or if it's a, a Rob Roy. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know. Okay. Yes. Yeah. If you can help me with that. I will. Do we'll you want to try some Tash? That. What are we... Oh, God. You always have something, don't you? Well, pistachio? I mean, you brought something. So it's pistachio milk. It's unsweetened vanilla, which is usually what I go for. But unsweetened. Vanilla. <laughs> milk. Uh-huh. No. You won't I taste mean, of it? course it'll taste it, but I don't understand why I have to taste pistachio milk. Why is it brown? Is this the is this chocolate milk? I think because it's a nut. No, it's not. Because it's a nut. Cashew milk isn't. It's this true. Color. Almond milk isn't usually this color unless it's sweetened. Mm. Do you know what I learned? I was actually I was curious about this last week. Does do these fake milks curdle? Do you know? I don't think they. I mean, like when you add like with lime juice. Yeah. I don't know. They do. They do. They all do except for, shit, which one was it? I think it was almond. It was either almond or coconut that did not. But all, because where I work, they have all these crazy milks. They didn't have pistachio milk, so I don't know if this were <laughs> But I went through and I like, lined them all up. Do you want to bring up. a jug to work? No. But, I mean, do you have some citrus that we could squeeze in here and see if it yeah. curls? Because that'll, that'll round us out. Because, yeah, I put all the milks in a line and kind of shook them up with a little bit of lemon juice to see if they would curdle. And they did. I was like, I was surprised. And it kind of makes me think that that's why you call it milk. You know, like almond milk rather than just almond juice or almond because water. hurdles. I guess. There's some think, property about it that mm-hmm. it behaves like milk. Like milk. Like it has a protein structure to it similar to the... Well, taste it first. Yeah, and then we'll squeeze it. Look at you. You got the whole... Right. Little, you're a little professional. I you? know. I definitely am. <clears throat> tastes it, tastes, it tastes like chocolate milk. I think pistachios are a weird nut. I'm going to put some they in my They sure coffee. are a weird nut. But why um, is it? Are you sure it's not chocolate? Did you taste I'm this certain. by itself? It tastes like yeah. chocolate milk. Or maybe I'm just doing that because it's brown. I did just have cocoa puffs this morning, so I'm my cocoa, my chocolate milk. Ingredients is filtered water, pistachios, less than two percent of gum acacia, gum gum acacia. It sounds like a disease. I think yeah. <laughs> I got so a bad case of the gum yeah. acacia. I think it's just um. I think it's just the pistachios are kind of browner. I don't know. Well, they're green, right? Do you remember when your dad ate pistachios and they were bright red? Do you remember the bright red ones? My father? Just in general, dad. One slide. Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't know if you were pulling up a memory. I didn't have my father. <laughs> the pistachios you when your dad of, was eating days your... I don't, I don't recall um, All right, so pistachios he's being red in the house. So he's squeezing lemon directly into what looks like... the Or into the pistachio milk. Um... We're gonna see if it curdles. Um, well, my dad used to eat a lot of them, but they used to dye the sh- dye them bright red. Oh, they were dying. I don't them know red. why. Yes, 
Huh. I have no fucking clue as to why pistachios were to dyed hide, bright red. Maybe to hide like a blemishes, blemishes or imperfections in the. I don't know. Um, but, and I just remember my dad's fingers getting all red from the dye, and like Weird. why they would just sell people red bright dyed. red red nuts. Doesn't look like it's curdling. So, and I'm I'm gonna guess almond milk, or no, I'm gonna guess coconut milk doesn't curl because they use coconut milk. Long before any of this shit came around, they would mm. use it in in you know like southeast uh, Southeast Asian cooking. Mm. So what? lots of coconut milk and lime would go mm-hmm. together all the time. Sure, and it so, didn't break down like that. I don't think so. I mean, yeah. So yeah, but I remember the nut milks, like the cashew milk and the almond milk, and all the all soy curdling. milk. They all curdled when I added lemon juice. You're this not going to drink not, that, are you? I think it's the best way to see if it's actually curdling because it is oh. kind of starting to break down a little bit, as you can see. I do. Mm-hmm. Ugh. The things I do. Mm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's horrendous. Uh, oh, God. Right? I didn't think this, the lemon it, juice... It didn't like curdle, curdle like you'd think, but it's um, it's definitely like a thicker kind of... Speaking of curdling Jesus. and blood curdling, how was your Halloween? Did you do anything? Not really. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I'm getting too old, but like I was really excited about... Dressing up my puppy dog and, you know, mm-hmm. going out on the town with him. But, I mean, the reality of that situation is nobody wants a little skittish little puppy dog, you know, running around. Mm-hmm. So we dressed him up. I have pictures. You want to see a picture? Yeah. He was uh, Frodo Baggins from, right. from yeah. the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> not well, Frodo not, Jones. Not everyone knows Frodo, <laughs> Frodo Jenkins. No. Frodo Smith. Um, <clears throat> no, he was... Uh, I dressed him up like... And I thought he looked more like... Um, because of his little face, I feel like he looks more like um, Bilbo Baggins oh, from well. his hair. But he insisted he's Frodo, so you know. Oh well, then you have to listen to him. Yeah, but there's him. In his That's little, in his little green uh, cloak. Good. Yeah, his little green nice. cloak. Nice. Yeah. Did you dress up as like an elf or an orc or? A... No, I was. Uh, oh, you went as um, Rorschach again. Rorschach from, from nice. Yeah, because nice. I had my I had my box of costumes, so I just threw that on. And we went out on a little walk about town for a little bit, but he was, you know, scared of everyone and kind of zipping around like people are acting crazy and stuff. And he's, you know. It is crazy. It was crazy. It's a, it's a lot for a little guy. So we just came home. There's a lot of pictures of nonsense in here. But anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so yeah, often don't, are. I'll go down that rabbit hole. You don't time. want to go down the, the photo rabbit hole in your phone? No. I wonder if there's anything I can show you. Mm. No. There's nothing to. I had another. I had a notebook that I've been keeping for you know years of uh, you know things that chefs put on the menu or specials. You know, just culinary terms mm-hmm. that I don't know, and then I looked them up later. Mm-hmm. I was going to bring it in to show you, but I um, you forgot it. I forgot it. It's sitting like next to the door. If only so you had forget. like an app in your phone where you could take these notes you could take pictures you know in the notes app you can take pictures of things and then put them into the document no you can no you can scan documents maybe you can and put them i don't know why you refuse to learn you are so you your hatred of apple is ruining your life here's the thing all of these apps on like uh these Mm -hmm. these tools that they present themselves on uh android phones Mm -hmm. are intuitive Mm -hmm. like you open it up and it shows you like it has like save and forward and it explains what it is and how to use it Mm -hmm. and then when you go to save something it asks you where you want to save it to so it's 
it's very comprehensive. And the Apple, they're not about that at all. Yeah, you have to go and fucking learn. Previous 30 days, previous 7 days, there's September, October. Things that you saved where? August, July. Um, I'm not really interested in your nonsense. And I really hate Apple's counterintuitive bullshit. Do you want me to show you on your notes app? Yeah. If you download it, I'll show you I'm where not the downloading thing is. yet another app for no, them. It's the same one that you deleted out of anger some yeah. night ago <laughs> when you couldn't immediately find the thing that you wanted that you couldn't remember. Yeah, I wrote something and I saved it and I went back to like go write some more and not only could I not find the old thing, but like I just kind of wrote a quick little test thing and then mm-hmm. saved that. And it went away, and I was like, cool, so now there's... I'm glad I didn't write anything important in there, like, the second time, because it's just... It just goes where, you know, wherever you can't fucking find it, so fuck them. I'm it not, goes I'm not wherever doing you can't yeah. fucking find it. Yeah, it should, be, it should be present. It should be somewhere where you can just visually see it and grab it and use it. Like, I shouldn't have to know. I shouldn't have to take a fucking class at the local night school to learn how to use my fucking phone, John. I don't think... If they want me to use their tools, they will make them usable. <clears throat> How's that, Apple? Write that in your give a shit book. In your AKA. give a shit book? Yeah. Because <laughs> I know you and everyone else doesn't give a shit about old Luddites like me that can't fucking figure out their bullshit. Because I'm not going to learn. I'm not going to be taught how to use something. It should be it should be easy to figure out if they want people to use it. <laughs> That's what I think. Can I? Can I? Get I mean, some I water can't. Yeah, you can you get some water. I'm not going to fight you. The water's right there. It's in the door. In here. In the can other. Can I get one of those? Oh yeah, you can have one of those, please. I oh, just. No, you're low. It's fine. I'm. I'm going to go to the store after this. But if you want one, you can have whatever you want. <clears throat> I just sent you a message. I thought you turned off your refrigerator. No. Weird. I thought you always did. Because I don't hear it right now. I don't know what that was, but it's not there anymore. The compressor? Well, it's not compressing. It only... No, I guess it's not. Currently. I don't know. It was just... It was far more pronounced before, right? I mean, if you listen... Yeah, did you... Were you spending a lot of time with the door open before our sessions before? Like, were you like... <laughs> no. No? I think there were some issues with the ice and the filter, and like, I cleaned the filter out, and I... I do have some issues with the ice thing. I don't know if that's something you can help me with. I know you're a little more handy than I am. We can look at it. We can look at it. But I just have a towel stuffed in there so that the cold... I'm not rated or trained to fix ice (laughs) machines, but we could definitely... (laughs) It's just a flap. It's like a piece of plastic that Mm -hmm. that needs to be replaced or repaired. And I tried to take this whole unit off, like it said on YouTube, but it won't come off. Don't... Yeah, don't believe everything you see. Well, no. It pops right off. Yeah, just... It might have been a different model. Before you start removing panel, it might have been a different model. Yeah, <laughs> but I, because I was like, you definitely hey. shouldn't do it then. Well, no, my landlady has. I have emails from her saying, you know, like, I go ahead and take about, the refrigerator door off. It's interesting. No, that was not <laughs> it. I think there was some issue. I was having an insane time with the smoke detectors because they were going off, and then another one was going off, and it was like this whole fucking thing. And um, and I just emailed her, and I was like. I don't know what's up with the smoke detectors, but like it's insane. It wasn't just a battery. Oh, you have that. So you see Hold how I, I bought a new one, <laughs> but it doesn't fit, and I got to get the. So I have to get a, the other frame. Well, I yeah, didn't realize they're not interchangeable. The you just obviously not. I found that out, so now it's hanging. But I don't care. I, don't, I just don't <laughs> well, give a what shit. What was wrong with the old one? It wouldn't shut up. 
Even with a new battery? Yes. Okay. So like every 30 seconds, chirp. And then because they're all connected for fire reasons, mm -hmm. then that one starts chirping. And then that one... Did you change all their batteries? I had to change all the batteries. Yeah, okay. I did. So, so I had all new batteries and they still chirped. And there was some issue. So I just yanked this one so out now of the ceiling. Don't. And now they don't. Except it did yesterday, but I popped the battery out and back in and now it's fine. So I've just been having this issue, <laughs> yeah. and so it just started me. So I emailed her, and she's like, "You need to take care of little things around the house like this." And I was like, "Okay." Now this you new know. thing that you have on the outside, obviously, it's not going to fit to the no. To the I need. Part that's I have the other ceiling. frame, yeah. Right, because the frame came, came with, with it. Right? Yes, it, it did. Set. Okay, good. It was a set. You didn't just buy some weird. No, I did not. It's one off. I have. Okay. I. I mean, the, it works. I know. Every time I try to cook something, it works. Yeah, I mean, if it's aesthetically not displeasing for you to see a fire, how often do you look at the ceiling? Just how long? Do you, how often do you stare up at the ceiling at your house? In yeah, the I kitchen. mean, not in the kitchen, maybe in the living room on the couch. I mean, with that in mind, like, think if you're gonna live your life without ever having to look at the ceiling, you could put literally anything up there. Why even paint the ceiling? Well, and also, how often do you look up? I've what? replaced all the bulbs in both of these uh, fluorescent lights. Uh -huh. you see, I just turned this on. Yeah. We'll Leave wait, it on for a while. We'll wait until it starts flickering to give you a seizure. But um, so yeah, I don't look up at the ceiling at all. And you remember our issue with the fan? Remember helping me fix that? Yeah, yeah. So the ceiling is cursed. The ceiling is cursed. But the ceiling, the ceiling fan seems to be working. The okay. fan is great. God forbid it doesn't fall on us right now. But yes, because we fixed it. Because we fixed it. Yes. Right. So we could fix this. The thing, no. The, so the, I've replaced them all. The val right, but the valances are old. That's the part of that's giving the power to the bulb. So the bulb, it has a certain wattage or whatever, right? And it's just, it's not something that you could just plug a fluorescent light like mm -hmm. directly into current and make it function like a regular light bulb. Mm -hmm. It has to have a special, uh, what do you call it, like a transformer inside there. It's called a valance that balances the, because uh, currents are, they waver, right? And mm -hmm. to keep the gas lit in your bulb and keep it from flickering the way it does, you need a steady, consistent current. Don't gaslight me, Walter. I'm <laughs> uh, not. I'm just explaining how these bulbs work to you. So anyway, so this balance is what it's going to do is it's going to retain a bit of charge and release the charge. So it's, it's going mm -hmm. it, to administer a, a very consistent power source to the light bulb so it stays lit. Mm -hmm. Now, once they get old, they need to be calibrated. They just go bad. The parts start to break down. The metals start to oxidize and... You know, nothing lives lives forever in an oxygen environment. Caustic, you know, yeah. stuff that oxygen. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you might need to replace the valances, which is going to be cost prohibitive for you. Which is why a lot of people stopped putting them in their homes, like the mid '80s, which architecturally looks like about when they built this place. Early, I don't think the landlady is going to does not give the a valances. Fun. No, but you could take the valances out and put. You know, remember how we fixed your light switch over there? We just we shut off the breaker. Well, we didn't. It doesn't work. Oh, you never you never went back and <laughs> we never finished replaced that the project. switch. No, I never replaced the switch. Oh, okay. But yes. Well, anyway, we'll cut off the power, mm -hmm. pull out the unit, take it down to the hardware store, find the craziest, oldest man who looks like he's been there the longest, mm -hmm. and be like, how do I do this? And like, fuck a YouTube. Have the old guy explain it to you. And then just come back and do it. But it'll be cost prohibitive for me to to put a new one because you got a new one. I mean, because to put a new valance because again, they are very specific sizes, and like when they bought this one and installed it in this house when they built it in whatever nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, um, they probably don't make exactly the same size, mm. exactly the same wattage, exactly like it's not all going to so be. So what exactly is he going to tell same. me to do at the hardware store? He's going to tell you how to take it out and put in something that will run a, a standard bulb. Okay. People don't put halogen lights in their ceilings anymore. 
for this reason. Like in my old apartment, like I don't know mm-hmm. when they redid those, the, that little cottage that mm-hmm. I used to live in. The bathroom light had this weird ring light. And when I took it down to the hardware store, the guy was like, yeah, I think we have one of those left, but I don't even think they make them anymore because people stopped putting them in their homes because changing this bulb was like, I mean, first of all, the bulb was like, you know, $18 and it lasts, you know, a couple of years at max, but it's like, yeah, people stopped using them. So you got to take those units out and replace them with the good old fashioned light bulb. Okay. Like it's in there. I mean, you can get better bulbs, but. I just love how you can explain this shit to me. This comes from the man who refuses to learn the Notes app on his phone. Right, and I never even took a class. I'm just, this is just information that I've put together because it's relatively easy to figure out. Well, if you want to talk to this crazy old man about the Notes app, you just let me know and I'll walk you through it. The fucking Notes app. And you sent this to me. What, what am I clicking on this? Retrieving. What am I retrieving? Go to retrieving. the app store. So, now we, so I'm going to the app store and downloading this app again? We, now we have a shared Notes Oh, we're sharing notes. We can share this note. <laughs> we're not sharing all the notes. I'm so if just I sharing... write something in here, you can you have access to we, it? You we can see each, all my notes? We well we yes. So it's like our little shared notepad. That we are we each we can both edit, we can add things, like I can add a photo, I can scan a document, you know, I can do all kinds of stuff. But I have to have the notes app for this to work. Correct. Okay, because I thought that's not what you sent me. You've not sent me the notes app. Well, you need to download that first. It's exhausting. I know. It's just put it in your give a shit book, yeah. Walter. <laughs> there it is. What if I download the wrong one? You, you, you can't. You can't. Mm. Grammarly keyboard notes notes and notes. Google just the keep, one it tells Google you keep to. Notes. You, yeah. It didn't, it's not telling me to do anything. So when you when you go to open up that, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's a little cloud download. Yeah, I download it from the oh, cloud. I hate shit on the cloud. Now they can access all of my banking information from through their little cloud. Everybody's database. been accessing your banking information for years. That's probably the, that's the biggest problem there is, isn't there? <laughs> your banking information has been public fucking record for a long time. I'm sorry to tell you, we're all of ours has. Well, I guarantee it hasn't. Look at that. Is that a tutorial for you? I don't have time for this. I'm in the middle now of the podcast. Don't, now well, you don't have time for it. You want me to do this? You want me to do that? I can't I do both hit continue. Hit continue. Continue. Well, now I'm gonna. I'm missing the tutorial. <laughs> now I'm not going to know what's going on. <clears throat> Just come to your little TED Talk, your little class uh-huh. at the end of this. Did you see? Not now. Not now. I'm not turning things on for you. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. I'm closing everything up. Closing up shop. I'm out. <clears throat> God, how do I drop the fucking mic on this shit? Cancel. Get out. <laughs> Stop it. Right. So now we have a shared page. Well, that'll be fun. So that I don't have to like send things to you. I'll just put it in there. You just put it in there, and then we both have. And you'll it. be like, "Well, that's interesting. Maybe we'll talk about that on yes, three Mondays from now when I see you again." Yes. Yeah. How have you been, by the way? How's your? I've been good. Um, exercise regiments in your. My exercise regimen is getting. Um, I'm working on it. You know, like you went for a little run today. How how mar- how far did you? Run? <sighs> Almost six miles. Almost. Uh, why, was, why so lazy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I have a route and it's five point nine miles. I guess I could add a little extra and go the six do miles. A, do an extra little loop around your driveway before you go out. I, at that point, you don't want to do another loop. You don't want to <laughs> fucking go up and down the driveway three well, times. No, you do it before you head out. Yeah. Um. 
No. How are you tracking this? Just with the Google, the motion of the Google map? Or no, do you have like a I have, wristband a, I have a little app that that's your... on my phone. I just put my phone in my fanny pack. Mm. Um, and then... Fanny pack. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, they're back in style, I think. <laughs> I was thinking just about... Just they're selling them in stores does not mean they're back in style. And I know people um, are wearing them again. It doesn't mean... No, know, so yeah. wearing bell bottoms. I went for a yeah. run and I had my shirt off for a little while. Because it's hot, you know? I was hot. I think somebody yelled nice tits out of a car window. Um, a friend of yours? Or just... <laughs> I can't... They did not make themselves known. I no. think it might have been a kid in the back of a Forester or something. <laughs> and I was like, All right, well, you know, you put yourself Damn out right, there. Damn right, kiddo. <laughs> uh-huh. You put yourself out there. But that was, that was my afternoon. I was like, oh, did he... Because I had the headphones in, but they had kind of like cut out or something for a second. And you I think hear that's... what you want to hear. I guess. Yes. <laughs> so, but I, I'm pretty sure he said nice tits. Nice. Um, hey, you still got it, buddy. You still got it. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. Uh, Halloween was fine. Um, life is good. I'm trying to think if there's some new, wonderful, and amazing thing that might be of interest Did to you. Did you get dressed up? What's that? Did you get dressed up? No. Uh, well, I put a... I put a blazer on, and then I put like one of those little sticky bats. So as a as a, a boutonniere, sticky bat. It was a bat, like a little like a decoration, like a bat decoration. I'm not imagining it was an actual animal. <laughs> but what's a sticky bat? Well, like it's, it's sticky. Sticker? Like you put it on, not a sticker. But it's like it's it flaps open with its wings. It's plastic, like, like a, a little super rubber. thin plastic, not rubber, but one plastic. Of those you throw against the wall, it climbs down the wall. No, no. but it's a, just a little paper plastic decoration and then it has a sticky on the back of it to put it on your door or it's like it goes on your front door okay or your window or something it didn't fall off of your not once fabric not not once so all the all the ones we put on my girlfriend's front door though they're stuck there for a while they're gonna require some oh yeah we didn't off. realize we're gonna yes yeah, so there's gonna be some goof off and hopefully the goof off doesn't take the stain off the door but i she's like i kind of wanted a new door but not like this yeah you know, but I mean, what are you going to do with a bunch of little... It's not paint, it's a stained door? I don't... I think it's stained? I don't know now. We're going to find out what's going to happen when we take all the bats off. So they're still on there. Or maybe they just live there. Maybe maybe they just live there. <laughs> so no, I just had a bat near instead of a boot near. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah, that's that's all I had. You guys give out candy? Were there trick-or-treating? Was there trick-or-treating happening? We followed some trick-or-treaters around. We, we... <laughs> Looking for more skulls? <laughs> no. Psycho. <laughs> Her and her friend, they were they were their trick-or-treaters. Okay. But they're old enough where they're like, we want to go off on our own, but also we want our moms to be there, but like off in the distance. In case there's trouble. I don't know. Yeah. So um, we'd like an adult around, but just stay away from us. Sure. So I was like, okay. So we just wandered around and then... What did we do? We just... And then we went home and had some food and hung out. Like it was super mellow. Nice. She dressed up with put painted some spiders on her face and wore all black and put a witch hat on and it was cool. Um, but I do want to talk to you about the upcoming holiday, everyone's favorite, your favorite Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's oh, coming up, yeah. and I wanted to, and I know that we do this every year, but I, I do think yeah, it bears the repeating. Answers haven't changed. I know the answers haven't changed, but also quit fucking with the food. So. So I want you to. Uh, you, are we doing you, a special episode? Or are we doing this right now? This is Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh, this, this is, is going to be the Thanksgiving is, one. This, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, don't fuck it up, cats and kittens. It's turkey, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, gravy, stuffing. What else? What about ham? 
what? What about, what about <laughs> ham? What about sandwiches? What about, I mean, like, what do you mean, what about ham? Well, okay. What about ostrich? Like, what are you, just naming random meats? No, it's... So you're concerned. So let's 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 back it up a little bit and let's explain. Turkeys are enormous; they take a long time to grow, and you're not. They feed like a a lot of people, Mm -hmm. which is why you know you serve it in a in a large family format setting. So you're not going to be eating turkey often, right? I mean, turkey sandwiches because yeah, you can make a whole roasted turkey, slice it up, and sell the the. So you can have a turkey sandwich throughout the year. That's not a big deal, but. You're not going to be eating turkey legs. I mean, like, I know they make them at fairs and celebratory things, which is it's ridiculously stupid. Just eat it once a year. It's fine. Like, and what are they doing with the rest of the turkeys with those turkey drumettes? You know, like that's it's kind of sad know. to think they're just harvesting their little legs. They don't grow back. They're making lunch meat, probably. I don't know. I hope so. I hope that's what's happening to them. But it's yeah. So it's just something that you you just do it the one time a year. You roast this giant turkey. You're not ever going to do that again. Like, no, you're not I having haven't. a roasted turkey for, you know, 4th of July or <laughs> Flag Day. No. What is Columbus Day now? Indigenous People's Day? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're not doing it for that. No. Well, so, but your concern is that people fuck up Thanksgiving. Cause, yeah, because they're doing stupid shit like making hams. It was like, you can have a ham any time of year. Like, you get a little leg of ham or a little ham steak. Yeah, you can have ham, have it with your eggs benedict. But, Yeah. Nobody's nobody's roast needs to be roasting hams. What about like sweet potatoes with the marshmallows? Do you that's, is that that's acceptable? Thing. Sure, okay. people like to do that. I won't eat it, but I like to see it, and it smells really nice. <laughs> you won't eat it, but you like to see it, and it smells really nice. No, I mean it's sweet potatoes. With it's too sweet. To- yeah, it's toasted marshmallows on there. Like get out of here. What? Who's eating that? I don't know. I really don't. It's sweet it's on baked, sweet. It's baked in molasses. Like it's just this yeah brown sugar. I guess it's just sugar with molasses, right? Treacle. Treacle? Treacle treacle potatoes and <laughs> God, no. sugar on top. I got treacle one time. or what, No, I got scrapple. Okay. Do you know what scrapple is? It's that breakfast thing. It's like a sautéed uh, corned beef hash and it's got vegetables and well, the kitchen no. sink in there. It's it's a meat. I've seen it on breakfast menus. It's um, like Joe's scrapple, special. Scrapple, also known by the Pennsylvania Dutch name Panhas, is traditionally a mush. Mm-hmm. Of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal, wheat flour, often buckwheat flour, and spices. The mush is okay. formed into semi-solid set loaf and sliced, and slices of scrapple are then pan-fried before serving. Yeah. It was nasty. Maybe I just saw it on a plate with other vegetables and assumed that was what it was. Yeah. But... It's kind of like a spam loaf. Spam meets meatloaf. Yeah. Meats leftovers, but it's ham, ham hocks and cheeks and ox, It was really... Oxtails. It was not good. No, my my dad likes Scrapple, or he mentioned it one time. We were driving somewhere, and he's like, oh, they have Scrapple. Like, he saw it on a, an outside menu of a restaurant. And it was actually right behind where the horse head is now in Eugene. But I don't think there's anything there now. It might be a commissary kitchen, but mm. I don't know. There was, like, a sign that said Scrapple. Weird. Yeah, but... What's treacle? Treacle of molasses. What? Molasses. It's just another... Treacle is molasses? Usually a descriptive flavor of molasses. Oh, it's got a bit of a treacle flavor. Oh. Oh. It's like the dark. Cloying. Oh, sentimentality, flattery, a thick. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Treacle. Yeah. Got it. So that dark, rich, almost mm-hmm. bitter quality of molasses before you kind of dumb it down. And... Are you a green bean casserole kind of person? Fuck no. <laughs> what is wrong with uh, green bean casserole? Oh, so much. 
so much. It's just a trashy. It's it's canned green beans. Put it in a casserole dish. Can of uh, what French onion or mushroom? mushroom soup, cream of mushroom soup, and then a can of uh, French's onions on top. Spread that on top and bake it. You're not even doing anything, and it's all from a can. Like nobody before canned goods, you can't have that. Or is somebody making fresh? No, fuck that. It's, and it's disgusting. It's not good. I don't think anybody's making fresh green bean no. casserole. No, they're not. It's all from a can, and it's disgusting. I mean... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, so my mom's girlfriend, Mindy, right? Mm-hmm. We've, we've talked about her at length. You, mm-hmm. You've met her. You mm-hmm. know her. I love her. She's a, you know, a member of my family. When she was first introduced to our family, when she first was getting to know us, and you know, for the first holiday things, this is what she was bringing us, bringing to the table, quote unquote. She never actually cooked a goddamn thing, but she was like, "Oh, you know, Gloria, my mom's name." She's like, "Oh, Gloria, can we have the green bean casserole at Thanksgiving?" And my mom's like, "Of course, you know, very accommodating." She's like, "Sure, I'll make that for you." Of course, she's the only one who's eating that garbage, and it sort of came with a a, a bit of resentment at the time of you know, sort of a symbol of my parents relationship dissolving and this new sort of woman in the house telling me to clean my room and it was mm-hmm. not an easy growth period for any, of, for any of us right so it has a bitter taste so the green bean casserole is standing bitter. in for the, uh, the breakup of your family as a child <laughs> that's right i see the, the, the this water tastes weird the, not, i don't know if it's the glass or well i mean the filter in that. you can have a bubbles you mind if i have a bubbles? yeah i'll buy you some. that's fine i'll buy you i'm gonna but I want to get back into the green bean casserole and how you're feeling. Sure you do. <laughs> Who wouldn't? I'm starting to understand a little bit more about your hatred of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, that it belongs in a certain box. That it's, mm-hmm. it was a family tradition thing. Yeah, you had it the way that you had it. And yeah, if if you and your little family grew up with green bean casserole, then it should. It's a traditional meal time, is what it is. It's something you do every year, and you know people who are normally out of town are going to be in town. So just don't just let don't fuck it up and don't allow anyone else to fuck it up. That's what I don't want to see. Is like if you and your family have a traditional, it's time for tradition and you know family and love and all these things. Mm-hmm. So if you have an interloper or somebody who's a guest coming in and they're like, well, in my family we always do beet salad. It's like cool. Well, you know, why don't you take some leftovers home with you? Get your little beet salad. Turn off the lights. Get in your closet with your bottle of gin and eat your sad little fucking beet salad and shut the fuck up. You don't need to. You know, bring it into somebody else's, fuck up somebody else's tradition, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't bring your meatloaf. Well, we always had leftover meatloaf. It was a funny little tradition, so we just, we're just going to bring it into your family and your house. It's like, no. No. Ed, get out of here. Ned, whatever <laughs> your name is. Steve, Frank. Get out of here. <clears throat> no. Get okay. out of here with your meatloaf with cranberries in what it. About, what about mashed potatoes? Can I leave the skins in? If that's what that you're matter? into, I mean, I'm, I what don't. What is your what is your perfect mashed potato well, recipe? It's funny that you should say the word perfect because <laughs> mashed potatoes, the perfect mashed potato is you know it's consummate. It's just white. You use white pepper and salt. You put a little uh, you know garlic in there. Things that are the same color. Just it should just be a creamy white, beautiful, fluffy. No chunks, no lumps, no skins, no black pepper. I don't want to see anything in there. It should just be a beautiful, fluffy, needs to have some nice body to it. You put some sour cream in there, a little bit of butter. No lumps, no bumps. No, no, no flakes. Nope. 
Just no cuts, no butts, no coconuts. <laughs> just whipped, creamy, beautiful, consistent, perfect potatoes. Yes. Okay. What kind of potatoes do you like to use? Russets, I think, are Russets. great. Russets or Yukon Gold are quite nice. Okay. Something with a high flesh to skin ratio, like you don't really want to deal with fingerlings unless you like skins in your in your mashed potatoes. Then go mm-hmm. ahead and because fingerlings have more skin to, to flesh right. ratio, if that makes sense. Yes, they're yeah. just smaller, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't really care, but I do like a nice smooth. Are you going to be doing any uh, cooking this year? I don't know. We've we've been discussing no what we're going to do. We're not really sure. Yeah. It's just going to be the two of us. I don't know if I'm going to cook a whole turkey for just the two of us. I mean, that's a lot of turkey. And that's then once you bird. start, again, like incorporating like, oh, we're going to cook for other people. Are they going to come over? Or if we're going to go somewhere else, then you're beholden to their traditions, you know? And then yeah. I've got to sit there across from green bean casserole and shit that nobody's <laughs> going to eat. Cranberry sauce? Ugh. I mean, I love cranberries. I like gelatinized cause, because in my house, you know, my mother cooked everything. But she wasn't going to waste her time on cranberry sauce. So it was just the jar, mm-hmm. the gelatinous little jar, jelly. Just basically a beautiful, again, I'm going to throw the word consummate. It's just a consumé of gelatinized cranberry. cranberry. Yeah. No chunks or anything. And it was like sliced up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the can shape. Oh, yeah. 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 That little ribbed can shape and then sliced. Okay. I don't like chunks my cranberry. You don't like chunks in anything. Not really. What do I, I like think? What did you? In? What was it? I was something. Are you the one who doesn't like nuts in your ice cream or something like that? I don't like nuts in it. Nuts are food. They're not an ingredient. They're not supposed <laughs> to be in your food. What do you mean? Like a like a a walnut cookie? Like a chocolate? You chip? know what's better than a chocolate chip cookie with nuts in it? What? A chocolate chip cookie without nuts in it. <laughs> Why do you not like nuts? I like. I love nuts. Give me a bowl of nuts. I will sit there. Yeah, salted, roasted, beautiful nuts. Yeah. All day long, I will eat those nuts. What is that? Is that your coffee machine? Oh, that might be the, uh, yeah, that might bread be maker? the... Bread <laughs> maker? I don't know. You bake it a loaf of bread over there? I was thinking about getting a bread maker. Yeah. Um, they look like, really like, easy. My mother had one growing up. They're, they make a, a consistent crust all the way around them. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, like the end loaf part? Yeah, that's It's like everywhere. kind of a thick, crusty bit of business, and then it goes all the way around on all four, all six sides of the mm-hmm. loaf. So... And, yeah, so it wasn't really ideal for sandwiches or anything else. You couldn't really do what you would normally do with a loaf of bread. Because it was so hard to kind of cut through that crust. And then it was soft on the inside? And then it was soft, you know, it was beautiful, billowy soft on the inside. It was great for, like, um, dipping soups in and things and, like, using as... But not for a sandwich? You couldn't really do sandwiches. Do you think think the technology has advanced at all? I mean, yeah. Maybe? Blow $500 on a nice bread maker. I mean, I was thinking about maybe finding one at a thrift store or something, (laughs) but... Even better. (laughs) Sure, that's going to be the latest model. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That didn't come off of a estate sale. <laughs> well, because here's the thing. Like, I've bought bread at the store, and it's okay. It's fine. But then I had some bread from, like, fresh bread made from a bakery, mm-hmm. like, that day. Yeah. And then you slice it, and it was, like, yeah. this Dutch rye situation. Sure. And it was so good. It was, like, $11 for a loaf. Yeah. And it was fucking delicious. You remember during COVID when we did the whole butter thing? People, like, look mm-hmm. back on our thing. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I was also making uh, bread. Are you breads and biscuits and things? Because I'm stuck in my little house, mm-hmm. and I, I was making uh, soups and you know I was making lobster uh, bisques and you mm-hmm. know 
or shrimp I just want to try it. I just think it might be cool to make some bread, and I don't want to spend money on fucking bread that I don't like. Do you know how to make bread? Do you have you, counter space? Like, I'm sorry, I'm like talking about like kneading the oh. dough. You, no, I was thinking about just throwing even stuff in the bread maker. Nope, that's not going to work. Like the flour, water, You're going to have to mix yeast. the ingredients. That's not how bread makers work. It's just a... It's, I think it is now. I think you can just throw it all in there and then they shake it and proof it and do all the stuff. Like there are bread makers I'm that 90% do all sure the... That's not that what's mix happening it, in there. You've and then they it, proof it. You've got to mix it first and then put it in there. It's just a bake. It's like a little countertop baking situation. Which if you have a perfectly good oven, you just get yourself a a breaking baking pan and that'll put the nice crust on the top of the bread and the rest of it and then you could slice up and even have sandwiches if you wanted to but if you get a bread maker from 1982 i'm telling you it's not going to be what you want and it's not mixing anything <laughs> for you i think they have them that do the mixing and the proofing for you no i don't think so uh, i gotta do oh, i have to do a little more investigation yes. i mean i'm i hope this is done by the time we record next I wanna, i'm happy I to be update. wrong <laughs> I'm happy to be wrong. Just throw the whole egg in there. You don't even just don't even take the shell off. Just, just egg. Let, let the let the robots take care of it. Right? <laughs> well, AI. What level are they doing? AI. They, can, yeah. Can, can you just put whole wheat in it? Will it separate the wheat and thrash it and roast it? And machines do make the flour, right? Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like giant <laughs> giant machines and factories. Yeah, not in my kitchen. It's called the Midwest. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like that's the, the Midwest is the machine that makes flour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about, um, so we said turkey, mashed potatoes, cranberry, stuffing. Yeah. Are we just getting stovetop and calling it good? Do we make our you own can. from scratch with I know the drippings and the bread? And the... Yeah, they say that you're not supposed to put it inside the turkey, that you're going to get salmonella. Mm-hmm. But my whole argument against that is you're cooking, you're bringing the whole turkey up to temperature. Yeah. So why would the stuffing baked inside the turkey not be at temperature? It's got to be. It's got to be, right? Otherwise, the turkey's not safe to eat. So go ahead and stuff that stuffing in there. It's called stuffing. Yeah. It's not called on the siding or yeah. the... It's not called bring it from, you know, somebody else's house. But yeah, my, my mom always made both. She'd have the stuffing in there and then she'd have extra on the outside for... She, she would use like veggie stock and it was not mm-hmm. like necessarily to cater to all the vegetarians in the world but sometimes you know somebody it might be vegetarian is a guest of yours and they can should have something to eat too and there's enough fixings on the table of a thanks properly dressed thanksgiving dinner that you don't have to eat turkey like there's plenty of yeah, there's vegetarian stuffing there's mashed potatoes again Any number which of... made properly or vegetarian like you don't need not vegan but yeah yeah you don't need turkey stock or anything. Oh my god! You remember those bone marrow mashed potatoes from the Fairmont? No. When I first started working there, they were putting uh, that bone marrow in the mashed potatoes. Fuck! It was the most incredible thing. Did it keep the color? What color is bone marrow? Is it brown? I mean, it you brown matter. it, but it was—they were just using it to flavor. They were like using the fat runoff. Okay. The rendered fat from the bone marrow. Yeah. They made the most consistently smooth, delicious mashed potatoes. Remember, cool. then they would form it into like, it was like a little cool. hard, it almost looked like a bone. And they would put that in the middle of the steak. Like, like the, I don't know how they, how oh, they the would mashed potatoes? They would shape potatoes, it? They would shape it and it would, it would kind of firm up a little bit, almost like bone. But when you cut into it and took a bite of this mashed potato, it would, it would almost dissolve into mashed potatoes. It was like, it was incredible. 
obviously they got a Michelin star, you know, 12 years ago, but <laughs> yeah, they were still rolling that dish when we started working there. What do you think about Michelin star restaurants? What do you think about the whole prospect of Michelin stars, getting a Michelin star, being Michelin starred? I mean, I think because, well, first they've gone off the rails because you have, there are certain criteria that mm-hmm. are either not conducive to serving like you can only serve so many people per night. Right. You can't have... I, there was one of them that said you can't have like a bench seating. They have to be tables and chairs only. Mm-hmm. And that you can't repeat an ingredient on the menu. Those are only three that I remember. Well... So like you can't... If you use saffron somewhere, you can't use it somewhere else. Sure. But and I mean you, like you're going to be using butter in multiple dishes. You're going to be using... But you're saying like as a as a chief ingredient, like truffle. As a, like you as have a, like something truffle and three labeled. different things. Yeah, yeah, you can't have three different truffles or... Right. But I mean... They also, uh, they were inconsistent in the, like, where I was working at Edge. Mm-hmm. They hit all the criteria. Like, we, we've looked it all up, right? Here's what we have to do. We want that Michelin star. And for two years, no one came. No one, you know, it's like, and it's like, how do you get there? Well, you've got to, you got to grease the wheels a little bit. So it's a, it's a, yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. You got to suck some dicks to get in there. So if you're not willing, it's like the Pappy Van Winkle thing, you know, it's like if you don't have Buffalo Trace in your well and sell their beer, then they won't allocate you enough Buffalo or they won't, you know, it's Pappy, so, the Pappy or Blanton's or any of the, you know, the other products that they produce. It's like you have to get it all in bed with them and do what they say or you don't get to have the other things. It's like, how about you go fuck yourself and we'll just sell what we want to sell and people will still buy it. People go, you go to a bar or restaurant and they don't have, you know... Miller Light, Miller High Life, or Miller Light. Well, you just you'll drink the other shitty beer that they have. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're just gonna get a Bud Light. You'll be like, oh, that's too bad. My, you know, where I my games on back home, I always drink Miller High Life. I guess I'll have a Bud Light today. And it's like, okay, you know, Roy, here's your here's your fucking beer. Go sit down and be angry about it. I guess, but he's gonna do it. He's gonna, you know. So the Michelin star is bullshit. I think so. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't, I unless just, you're unless you have the capital to you know whatever I don't know what that bribery situation looks like or who you call like how do you get you know how do you get glad the attention hand, of yeah, these people get them to come, in there because even if you've done it all you have to be rated you have to have somebody yeah, come yep, in somebody and has to come and say have, okay and check off the boxes and then of course they come in and you know if nobody takes them to the back and sucks their dick then you still don't get the Michelin star right like I don't I don't think they're yeah they're just as crooked as everybody else. Everybody's crooked. Everybody's crooked. Everybody's stealing. Everybody's crooked. Everybody's a liar. How do we? How do they we all get lie to... on their resumes? They all, you know, tests. We have to have exams and tests. That's what I think. You take one of these Michelin star people, right? You mm-hmm. pull them aside. And you say, okay, you want to be a little Michelin star person. You want to administer these. You want to go out and you know rate other restaurants. Well, answer this questionnaire. How many restaurants have you been to? Where were they? What were they? Did they get a star? What did they do wrong? What were the criteria that they had to follow and what, how did they fail? Answer me all those questions. Like, where have you been? Oh, you went to this restaurant. Okay, that's a fairly nice restaurant. You went to, you know, Beppe and Gianni's, right? You went there. And what, uh, they didn't get a Michelin star. So what were the criteria? Okay, and how did they fail that? Because you've seen the menu and you can do the research. You can, from the outside, look in and be like, did they fail? Because they, they only have regular chairs. They don't have any bench. They don't, you know, like, if you look at it, well, they, they seem to hit all those criteria, but they still didn't, really, they still didn't make it. But this one did. 
But I'm seeing from their menu that they've got saffron on three of their you know menu items, and then they you know they do have mm-hmm. a little bench seating over here. I had dinner at it, so they didn't actually hit those criteria, but they got they got the Michelin star over there. So, but only one Michelin star, right? So not two or three or whatever those you know. So yeah. what did they do? Well, I see that shortly after your visit there, you had a a nice bump in your your bank account, right? You took a trip to uh, well, you went to the Bali a week after you went to that place you gave a Michelin star to. That's funny. That's just a coincidence. But that seems to happen frequently throughout your trips and the Michelin stars that you that you grant. This is a terrifying interview yeah. that I'm having to be a Michelin star. I'm just greater. saying, like, yeah, it's like if you put anybody under a microscope like that, yeah, I think somebody applies to a restaurant that you are as a bartender, you know, I used to give tests to people. Mm-hmm. It's like, can you, you know, do you remember Jesh? No. Jesh? Jesh. He was a. He worked at that uh, not the Viking, but across the way, the Akavi place that you liked. Jesh. Yeah, it was called Copper Gate. Copper Gate. He was there for a hot minute. Super nice guy. Anyway, he interviewed at Teeny Biggs many many years ago. He shows up the interview in flip flops and cargo shorts. So he was confident. Yeah, and then when I asked him <laughs> like if he knew how to make a perfect Manhattan, his response was, "All my Manhattans are perfect." So. That's very clever. Yeah. So go home, Jesh. Like, you know. <laughs> How do you make the perfect Manhattan? Well, no, it's, or a perfect Manhattan. There's, well, it's, there's two different drinks. A perfect... The perfect Manhattan and a perfect Manhattan. A perfect Manhattan is a type of Manhattan. Right. The with, perfect Manhattan is a subjective... Um, sure. Statement. Yes. Yeah, so when a, I ask you how to make a perfect Manhattan... Yes. What the, do I say? He, yeah. I say equal parts, equal parts uh, red and white vermouth. Yeah, sweet and dry. Sweet and dry. Right. Would I have passed if I said red and white? Well, because when you say white vermouth, like, what do you mean? Dry vermouth. Right. Yeah. Because for the longest time where I work, they had Bianco, mm-hmm. and there was no dry vermouth in the house anywhere mm-hmm. in the entire hotel. So every time, like, I would like take this bottle to like one of the managers. I'm like, "Hey, can we get some dry vermouth?" They're like, "That's our dry vermouth." I'm like, "But it's not though. This is sweet vermouth. It's just Bianco. It's this is sweet but white. Like that's not when somebody says they want dry a wet vermouth. martini. Yeah, they want vermouth in their martini. They don't want sweet vermouth. Like that's disgusting." They said, "No." Every single time they'd say, "Yeah, I guess mm. we do have a lot of people returning their martinis." I'm like, "Of course you fucking do. Can we get some dry vermouth?" And like they always said, "Oh, that's our dry vermouth." Like that, but it's not. It's not dry vermouth. So you can't say that's our dry vermouth when it's not. It's not dry. Yeah, that's my Lamborghini parked out front. Well, it's an Acura, so but no. But that's my Mar- That's my Lamborghini. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Um. Eventually, we got it in. We have dry vermouth now. So. Thank God. I know. It's exhausting. What other kind of questions? It's like if you come across a turtle on its back in the desert. <laughs> Is that like? <laughs> Why would that question go? Why am I hurting him? (laughs) And you put your what is it? How does it go? It's like, uh, yeah. If you come across, do you want to? Why wouldn't you give him water? It's like, why wouldn't I give him water? I can't remember what. Yeah, you're talking about Blade Runner. Yes, the the original Blade Runner. Yes, yeah. And then he kills the guy. So yes. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you you should ask people questions tough questions to, to suss out whether or not they actually belong where they they want to belong like are you a bartender or are you just some asshole who yeah i had a lengthy um interview a while ago with a guy similar to this where and i wasn't like harsh about it or anything like that and i wasn't like mean about it but i was just asking 
questions about booze and service and things like that. And I think at one point they he realized... They were interviewing you or you were interviewing them? I was interviewing them ah, for a bartender position. Gotcha. And at one point they were like, okay, uh, I just want to stop you. And I don't think that I'm right for this. I don't know these things. Like they were, they were kind of upfront and honest about it. That's and I was cool. like, okay. Yeah. You know, I was just trying to, you know, figure out your skill level, knowledge level. Yeah. Like it wasn't a an attack or anything. It's just like, I need somebody who already knows this stuff. Yeah. I don't, but we could start somewhere too. I mean, like yeah. when we were with Jeff, I mean, I kind of pissed him off. Like our first shift together went, cause I had trained, what's her name? Nicole. Mm-hmm. She had been working at Oso with no, they didn't have any actual booze. So she was hired to be a bartender at the Fairmont. And I was like, Hey, do you want to make a Manhattan? She's like, yeah, no, totally. I'm like, cool. And I was just, I wasn't interviewing her. It wasn't my job, but I had to train her and like work with her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, make sure that you, you know, that we're on point so that we can move forward. Halfway through the shift, she's like, what kind of gin do I put in a uh, Manhattan? I'm like what? She's like, this person just asked for a Manhattan. And I just want to make sure like what's, I'm like, okay, so tell me what you think is in a Manhattan. She's like, gin. And she starts basically explaining Negroni. I'm like, no, 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 no. Manhattan is just, you know, two parts bourbon, one part vermouth, a couple dashes of bitters. You ask them if they want a cherry or a twist, you know. It's classically served up, but you can also ask them if they want another rocks. She's like, okay. So she didn't actually know. She could have said, oh, I don't know how to make a Manhattan. And I would have been like, I would have explained that to her in the beginning. So right. I just need to know where you're at so we can move forward with learning. Because you're never going to learn everything. I don't know all the drinks in the whole world. That's impossible. It's kind of like learning an app on your phone, even, you know. Like, I just need to know where you're at so we can learn and move forward. <laughs> it's really this interview's not a... over. You know what? I'm, <laughs> you, yeah. I'm taking off this mic and I'm storming out of here. You, you motherfucker. You, no. <laughs> you no, would like... You would love to rip off a mic and storm out, <laughs> if wouldn't I had you? One do you, on, I would. Do you? Do you have? Do you have fantasies of that, like being in an interview with the mic on Next and ripping week, it I'm off? A, I'm just gonna bring my own clip-on mic, just so I have something to rip off. I have some on. clip-on mic. Yeah, I love it. Just yeah. Um, Maybe some. I have some glasses I can no. tear off my face. How I'm dare not, you, sir? How I, dare you? <laughs> you to rip your glasses off, pull your mic off, but then right. like. The, the little the little uh, sound pack in That's the right. back. Like, <laughs> you hear it cluttering to the ground. Yes. <laughs> well, no, so like a couple weeks later, Jeff is working there, right? Mm-hmm. Nicole's now out by the pool. And they bring me this Jeff guy. And he's essentially been barting 35 years. And it's our first shift together. And now I'm, I know I'm a little leery. I'm like, hey, man, no, not for nothing, but you know how to make a Manhattan. And he gets angry. He's just like... <sighs> Who the hell do you think you are? I'm like, hey man, I'm just. I'm you just guys got off on the wrong foot I'm, right away. Yeah, didn't I'm just you? like, I'm just asking the question because you know the last bartender I was training said that they did and they didn't. So I mean, like, if you ask me right now, John, go ahead. Do you uh, what's in a Manhattan? Do you know uh, how to make a Manhattan? I do, I do. What's uh, in it? Uh, two parts uh, bourbon or rye, uh, one part vermouth, a couple dashes of bitters. Classically two one two. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, the uh, the area code for Manhattan, so it's easier to remember. And I would ask if they wanted a cherry or a twist. Right. I like to burn the orange on the surface of the Manhattan. I find it's just kind of a it's a lovely little affectation, and it's kind of fun to see mm-hmm. fire. And you're hired. Thanks. But I mean, you could also just say no, I don't, or you could just answer the fucking question. Yeah, I know how to make a Manhattan. Do you want me to tell you, or you know, like you don't have to get mad. But he he chose to get angry with me. So now I don't know. Now I really don't know if he knows how to make a Manhattan. No, is he just fronting? Is he just like harumphing around? Like, hey, can you just tell me that you know? And like, I won't ever bring it up again. He's like, his, I've been bartending for thirty-five years. How you know? Who do you think you are? I'm like, I'm. I think that I'm the guy who has to train you, and I think that you're like the third guy that I've trained that actually didn't 
know how to make a Manhattan. So I just want to know that you know how to make a Manhattan. Right, right. I'm not trying to be a dick, but I need to know if you know how to swim before we get in this lake. You know? We can't just jump in the lake if you we don't know how to jump swim. In. Yeah. Just tell me you don't know how to swim and we'll, we'll start there. We'll teach you how to swim. Dip your toe in and... Yeah. yeah. Check the temperature. Get you a life vest. We'll get you some books, you know, some you know cheat sheets. You can, like, look stuff up. But if this place fills up with people and you don't know how to make a Manhattan, I mean, that's a problem for me. We're both going to drown. Yeah. Then we both die. <laughs> I don't want to die tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, you don't have to be offended by the question. Just answer the question. It's fine. Yeah. Nobody knows everything. It's all right. No. I, sorry, I don't know how to use Speaking the notes of... app on my fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> because it deletes the information as soon as I put it in there. I know. Um, you admit it. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> He's probably um, going to edit that out, but yeah. <laughs> Dear, are you still speaking of books? Are you still reading that same book, oh, fuck The Accidental yeah. Tourist? No, no. That, but you've had that book for like six years no, 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 now. No, no, no. That... Accidental Tourist. I read that book years ago. That's no, one the of other, my favorite the, books. The, the mother the gentle, in Mos- gentleman, the gentleman in, in Moscow. Yes. You're still reading. That. I'm still reading it. Yes. Okay. Oh, have God. you have you been reading other things like up outside of that? It's not just Scientific American magazine. Okay, I'm not judging. I just it's just funny no, because there's, there's no re- I don't really have time and like the time that I have is it could be fleeting. So I don't want to commit to it because there's just constant interruptions. Like I don't have like you the know. time you have is fleeting, Walter. This is she's it. gonna get mad when she hears it. But between my girlfriend and my puppy dog and you know life outside my phone, it's like. You just constantly, oh, what are you doing right now? Nope. I hope you're not just enjoying your moments. So well, I'm going to come check on you. Poke you with a stick and ask you to do something else. Walter, you should find some moments to enjoy and read a book once in a while. I thought about renting office space downtown. <laughs> just so I have like an office to go to where I just like... <clears throat> if I'm you like, want... So I have like... I can go in there and write or I can go in there and read, read. or I can just go in there and like do me time. But yeah. Because there is office space. I know there's time. a cheap, there's some cheap office space in 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 uh, in up north here in Glen Ellen. Uh, in Glen Ellen, you lunatic. There's some right down here in downtown. Sonoma. Well, it's cheap, and I, I know that because new businesses keep coming in there, mm-hmm. and then they disappear because mm-hmm. it'll be like bicycle rentals, and then it'll be like holistic pain care, right. and then it'll be something else. Well, why but, can't they afford their rent? Well, it's cheap because there's no fucking traffic. There's nobody comes there. It's like yeah, it's Glen Ellen. It's Glen Ellen. Yeah, so like you're of like course, a nice restaurant, like yeah, exactly. a breakfast spot. Like Yeah, you're not nobody's going there for you. No. So so it's I'm just saying it's cheap, but like cheap how much? Eight hundred a month? I'm looking for like three hundred a month. Okay. You're looking for You did you know what you know what you need? You know what we should do? What conversation doesn't end well that way? <laughs> You know what you need? You know what you need? You know what you need? That's always, that's always somebody's favorite. You know favorite. what your problem is? You know what your problem You know what? I came <laughs> gluten in Gluten is not your problem, John. I just want to tell let me you. Tell what you. Your, let me tell you what your problem is. Okay? <laughs> it's not gluten. You're like, dear God, I know what my problem is. You got are. lots of problems, and that's not um, I've always wanted to um, get a shipping container mm-hmm. and style it out. Yeah, those are basically free. They're you're you're right. They're not free. You got eighty five grand burning hole in your pocket somewhere. <laughs> I do not. Which eighty five thousand dollars? Not a lot for a house, but it's a lot for a shipping container. <laughs> like it's fair enough. Like we're gonna buy a shipping container and turn it into a house. Okay. What well, about an ADU? That is cheaper than a house. Well, but... what about uh, I think Home Depot an ADU. Uh, something and it's something dwelling unit. Uh, Improvised annex dwelling device. unit. It's like basically building a tiny house in your backyard. Mm. Oh yes, the adieu. 
Adieu, adieu. Right, but I, I've been ever since I saw those ads, or it looks like it's they're saying adieu, say adieu to your you know aging parents. No, yeah, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> adieu <laughs> to your aging parents. <laughs> yes, this is your little shed, mom. This is your little uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Say goodbye to your <laughs> pesky in-laws. Oh, this is a little much. Um, never mind. I mean, yeah. Home Depot will sell you an ADU you can put together for $34,000. Great. I'll start saving up now. 25000 First, I have to buy a house with property big enough to put an extra house on. Right. You have to have... I mean, that looks nice, doesn't it? Sure, for but where's it going to go? I don't know. I yeah. guess, yeah. It looks like the size of my little cottage. Yeah, I mean, it's about... Um, Two steps forward, one step back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many... I don't know how many... Uh, Square feet. It doesn't say. Oh, 300. So about the... Yeah. So about, that's kitchen. Basically. I think the the apartment I had in Belltown was about 300 square feet. Hmm. Yeah, and that was $300. Then that was... <laughs> I got that because I didn't make enough money. Right. Because I made very little money. Because I was... Barista. I can't... I was a barista. That was mm-hmm. me getting... And I lucked out because of the person that was there before. I know. I love that weird little apartment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it smelled terrible and it was sketchy as fuck to get in and out of there. And... Jesus. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I ever told you, but because it was across from the halfway house, my window, mm-hmm. and I, it, these were drug addicts. These were people who were mentally impaired like mm-hmm. these. And I don't know all of what was going on, but I would like... I would wake up to people like screaming in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, I one time, uh, Jerry was there. We were hanging out. It was one of the time he came to visit. It was the middle of the afternoon. And we're just kind of probably watching something on DVD or whatever and mm-hmm. look out the window. And this old guy is just jacking off. And he's got his big bed spread out. I think it was like a 49ers bread spread, although I don't know why it wouldn't be Seahawks. But I just remember him. <laughs> and we're just like transfixed because this old guy is just jacking off there doesn't seem to be anything he's jacking in his window off to. or is he like climbed he's, out the window onto the cell no he's his window is wide open there, no like a rooftop yeah no he access. was in his room jacking off on his bed like he was standing up facing his bed that was made perfectly with the 49ers bed spread oh, the on. bed's made the bed is made wow good for and him he's standing <laughs> looking at it and so he's um, not a total derelict he's no just... absolutely not i mean he just didn't Close the shade. I mean, it's a private moment. Everyone's allowed to, you know, have time with themselves. But, um, but yeah. So I mean, it was lots of stuff like this. It's like wearing camo, but it's like that bright orange fluorescent yeah, it's camo. Not camo. <laughs> like, it's you, not camo. Are you trying to be seen or not seen? Like, are you trying to hide or? <laughs> um, so yeah, there was. It was a. It was a really sketchy place to get in yeah. and out of. Yeah. I mean, once the doors were locked, everyone in the building was fine. Mm. <laughs> I remember. I remember a few nights of like lighting live fireworks and launching them off of Monkey's uh, porch when he lived down the hall from you. Yes, there was that too. Well, because he lived, so he got. I paid three hundred. I think he paid like two hundred bucks a month because he maybe even less. His place was bigger than yours too. Yes, but he lived right above a nightclub. Oh right, like was literally. It El Nino? So whatever it was called, I don't remember. Maybe it's El Nino. El Nino. Yeah. It, but so that was so yes he shot bottle right. rockets at the um, El Nino's gone it's like at the nightclub people um, because they were just they would fucking party until four a.m. like there was yeah. music in mm-hmm. his like it was a party until four yeah you would light bottle rockets I remember that shoot him off his his out of his window <laughs> so yeah I mean you know yeah, it was we were, a cool we little part place of the problem. we were <laughs> we were definitely part of the problem and it was there was lots of problems um, 
But yeah. I try and remember like what a derelict little asshole I was when I was in my 20s. When I when I deal with my coworkers and colleagues mm-hmm. these days cuz they're all like in their 20s and shit and they're all fucking idiots. God love them, you know. And some of them actually listen to this podcast, which is hilarious and weird. I I tell them not to, but they're like, "Oh, I was listening to your podcast." And I'm like, "Yeah, you you shouldn't you shouldn't do that." But yeah, I was far worse than they were. I mean, I was literate at least, but <laughs> But I mean, a lot of them are just like, you know, just fucking around. I'm like, really? You didn't shoot bottle rockets out of a... <laughs> no. Well, you, you here's Snake the difference. beers in and out of clu- like here's clubs. Here's the difference. There <laughs> I wasn't... I with pint glasses in my inside pocket. Not everybody had a camera in their pocket. That's true. Everybody has a camera in their pocket now. That's true. And access to the internet. Right. So but you they're can not upload. doing anything really fun with it. They're all just like eating Tide Pods and shit. They're just like, they're not... No, but I mean, you can't shoot bottle rockets at people. They'll put you on camera and then, you know, call you out. I mean, if we tried to do that shit today... We'd be in jail, you think? Somebody would come talk to us. We never got caught for anything we did. (laughs) No. I'm not going to discuss everything that we've done. No, no. Um, But... Just the misdemeanors who've expired their... Statue of limitations. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think I think it's a little bit different these days. It is. Slightly. Everyone's far more fragile, too. Are they? I mean, if you shot a bottle rocket out of your window and it, you know, landed in front of somebody's car and they're like, oh, you assume my gender. And then they fucking have well, some kind of fucking meltdown in front of you. You're like, what are you talking about? It was a bottle rocket and, you know. Well, you shouldn't sure, be shooting I'm... bottle rockets at people. You don't, have you ever fired a bottle rocket? There's no aiming that thing. It's gonna go. It's gonna go some crazy direction. You can't. You know. You can't predict. It's irresponsible to point it uh, to fire a bottle rocket at all. Yes, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, <clears throat> just people get so fucking bent out of shape and offended just by asking them if they know how to make a Manhattan. You know, like, so you can't really predict. Fuck it. Just don't say anything to them. Well, yeah. Half of them can't read anyway, so. None of them can write. Oh my god, I wrote something silly on a piece of paper and I was like, just a note or something. It wasn't even cursive. It was just like, whatever. And one of the kids I was working with was like, wow, did you write that? I'm like, yeah. I like just wrote it with a Sharpie right there. He's like, well, it looks like, and there were no lines or anything. It was just a, you know, he's like, it looks like it's like written on a line. Like all the letters are lined up and like you can really read that. I'm like, so like, yeah, I mean, they taught us to write letters, you know, as part of, you know, school. Mm-hmm. Learn how to write. Mm-hmm. Do they not teach you guys how to write? He's like, no, they. That wasn't a class. I'm like, so they didn't teach these kids how to write. That's not even a thing anymore. They're well, they're, cursive. They're, they're like not even learning basic letters. Back. Is cursive back? Yes, it it's back. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's back. That's really good to hear. Yes, it will be back because the problem is now. <sighs> I'm of two minds of it because everything is is digital and like most almost all of the interactions we do are via text Mm -hmm. in some digital format like Mm -hmm. that's the majority of it Mm -hmm. and like but you won't be able to read letters from grandparents you won't be able to read letters from anybody who Mm -hmm. is who is over 40 40. (laughs) yeah so i think that that's important too Mm-hmm. But yeah, curse is back. I don't know about that. I don't. I don't come in contact with that too much. I think I don't it, know who you're working with. Maybe I mean, they're. It's our only. Is it our our last uh, 
defense against AI is cursive. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. If they can't see how much of the bicycle is in the captcha. Yeah. You know, maybe they can't read my little note saying subvert the uh, authority. What if I ask AI to make the perfect Manhattan? <clears throat> AI, what's the perfect Manhattan? Like, hello? Hello? The perfect Manhattan typically consists of rye whiskey, sweet vermouth, and a dash of each Angostura and orange bitters. It's often garnished with the cherry. You say perfect Manhattan? I, I said the. Let, let me let me ask about a what's perfect a perfect Manhattan? Did it say sweet and dry? It wasn't. It did. It said, no. It just said sweet vermouth and a dash of each Angostura and orange bitters. So that's the perfect. What's a a perfect Manhattan is a variation of the classic cocktail. It's made with a combination of both sweet and dry rye whiskey and bitters. The proportions typically two parts whiskey, half part sweet vermouth, half part dry mm -hmm. vermouth. Yeah. With a dash of bitters. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're fucked. <laughs> no, they have to actually make it now, though. Yeah, they don't have those. The, they have that robot in Las Vegas yeah, that I've makes seen, the drinks, yeah. but it looks fucking corny as hell. I wish I had that machine. Like, can you imagine how easier? Like, if you just had it programmed for like all the stupid shit, mm -hmm. and you could focus on real cocktails. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I just want a margarita. Great, you hit a button, it makes a fucking margarita. Like, here you go, ding dong, perfect your fucking margarita. margarita. Yeah, yeah, it even has a Cadillac setting on it. You select your tequila, let them do it themselves. I could just remove margaritas from my repertoire. I mean, you almost you basically have already. Can I get a Can I get a margarita? But I don't like tequila. Can I have it with uh, no salt? Can I have it with rum? No, you want a daiquiri? Sure. No, I don't want a daiquiri. I just want a margarita. Okay, I'll make you a margarita with rum. You fucking idiot. Here you go. Goddamn Philistine. I think you need to get out of the service sector. <laughs> no. What was that? Have you seen that video of the guy who's like ordering a? He's like, yeah, I like the the blah 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 salad, but uh, no lettuce. Uh, can I sub uh, French fries for that? And I want to add cheese. And she's like, so you want cheese French cheesy fries? He's like, no, I'm ordering a salad. But I mean, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> like, <it's>, yeah, <laughs> well, that was clever. <clears throat> cheesy fries. It's a salad. I'm ordering a salad, but yeah, you can call it whatever you want. Call it whatever you want. I'm, ordering, I'm paying for a salad. I want a salad. Well, I think we're going to leave it there. Yeah, because we got to fix Thanksgiving. your freezer. We're going to fix the freezer and see if we can we can do that. So, until next time, you've got you'll uh, you'll hit me up on the notes app. I mean, I guess so. We'll call it the give it a give a shit book. Yeah, and you're gonna uh, what are you gonna update us on next week or when next time when next we meet you're gonna have something. You were gonna do. You oh God! I'm gonna have to home. listen to this thing to remember. Ugh. Um, uh, you said you're gonna update us on. Something. I was gonna maybe make bread. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna find a bread maker. I'm gonna find a bread maker. We'll see. For under five hundred dollars, from some point, that's gonna mix its own bread. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what <laughs> it's I'm gonna, gonna do. It's gonna need the dough itself. I think so. Yeah. That's my plan. Yeah. And so, until next time. Until next time, I gotta catch my bus. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. It's John. Is that it? It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh, Johnny.